The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who gonna this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Hall. We are live. It is a Friday. Thank God it's Friday. I'm so tired. Went out last night with a bunch of alumni guys. We had a great time. Went over to Tom's. Uh-oh. Owned by the um, Michael Bidwell, the Arizona Cardinals guys. Uh, but, oh, man, it was it – was, it, it shouldn't have been a long night, but it ended up being a long night. There was no um, – there was no um, – I mean, how can I put this? There was no DUIs last night. Let me say that. What? For, for everyone that's concerned. And I was at Tom's and I was drinking Kool-Aid. 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 Great. Where do you find Kool-Aid? Dave Green. Dave Green, one of the head guys over there, he was um, he was <laughs> he made some Kool-Aid because he knew he was coming. I'm gonna ask him, was that would that have anything to do with cause we was there? But you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Great great Kool-Aid, or should I say purple Kool-Aid? I don't know if it was grape or not, it was just purple. Yeah, that's purple Kool-Aid. With a lot of sugar. And there's no, no such thing as grape. Right. Or cherry. Or cherry or strawberries. Yeah. Red Kool-Aid, grape. And pink. <laughs> And no pink. pink lemonade is pink. Yeah, pink cool. But we went out, we went out last night, man. We had a good time. Uh, Damian Anderson, um, you know, set that up since he over there with the Cardinals, and um, you met Damian. Yeah. Um, Jim really shades in the studio, by the way. Traffic was bad, and we'll get to the traffic right after this. But the um, then we went over to Lucky Strike. Now Lucky Strike is where we had a good time. Is that bowling? Bowling, yeah. Man, I, I suck. You bowl? I what's, su- no. What's your score? That's I, your average. My average is trash. Whatever, whatever, whatever trash is, that's what my average is, and I like it. I enjoy doing. I don't. I don't know why I can't bowl. I used to think I could do everything or anything. Yeah. At some level of competitiveness, but I can't. (laughs) I can't bowl. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna fix that. But I bowl. I I tell you what, I bowl better than the guys who bought their bowling balls. How you bring? (laughs) How you you bring a bowling ball and you can't? You get not in two hundreds or something like that. I was not in two hundreds, but I know. If I had my own ball, I would be better. That's like my me. own bowling ball. I should That's say. like bring, me bringing my own golf clubs to a, to a golf course and can't play. And I cannot play. But you gotta you gotta get some golf clubs. You gotta have a bowling ball. <laughs> I, I use those beat up ones. Got dents all in them. At, oh, that's already available. Yeah. yeah. No. But no, we had a good time, man. That's what's it. We had a good time, cool. with Tom's. Um, see what I asked Dave about that purple Kool Aid. <laughs> I was trying to get here, man. It's Friday, Friday, I should yeah, have it was ridiculous. Like, it was, it was an accident. Yeah, it was a real bad accident. I Did you come on ten? Yeah, I came on a ten. Yeah, but the truck, the accident was over. I'm yeah, trying, it was, yeah, yeah. And they I'm had trying to lift out, it what, up and everything. Yeah, what are the truck was on them? What are people doing? What are you looking at? Just go. As soon as I got past that, I just, I moved straight to. I was driving about sixty five after that. Yeah, it was crazy. That's what's different around here. Like I noticed more accidents, but. It's it's the audience around the accident that yeah. really slows everyone else's time down. I don't understand why everybody want to be peeper watchers. We you know? call them um, in Virginia. We call them rubbernecking. 
rubbernecking. Yeah, they rubbernecking, neck just moving back side to side, watching, trying not to get, which they cause, they, they actually cause accidents themselves. Yeah, definitely. Uh, looking, it's got to stop on break. But that truck was terrible. Yeah. I don't know what that person was. Where were you going early in the morning that fast, that hard, that your truck was dinning up that bad? And it looked like it was already been an accident. Right. Anyway, it slowed me down. I almost ran out of gas for the first time, man. <laughs> I, got, I took pictures of it. My uh, gas meter said zero. And you kept pushing it. I kept pushing it. Because last night I was tired. I, I didn't want to um, stop for gas, being lazy. That was dumb and stupid. Being lazy. So I had I had four miles. I said, I'm more. I'm less than four miles from the gas station in the morning. Yeah. Then when I got in the car, it said eight miles. And by the time I got out the gate, out the neighborhood, mm-hmm. it was two miles. <laughs> then I got in traffic, school traffic. I said, I'm about to run out. So I took detours. Yeah. In case, in case I, um, in case I did run out, I took some detours so I won't be on the side of the road. And I'm like this guy, you know, you see certain cars on the side of the road. Like, How did he run out of gas? That's just dumb. Yeah, but I almost ran out of gas, man. That's crazy. Roy, um, Roy McIlroy <laughs> is tied for first. This guy is on fire, man. Yeah, he won back to back weeks, and right now at the PGA Championship, he's tied for first with Lee Westwood and Ryan Palmer. Uh, Steve Strickler's right there. Kevin, um, Kevin uh, Chappelle. These guys are tied right there. Westwood had him haven't even teed off yet, but Rory is on fire through eight. He's one under through eight. Yeah, tied at the leaderboard. Um, with four other guys, uh, let me see. It may, it may be more, but uh, just the way he's playing, man. He at this rate, this level of play that he is. And we talk about Tiger. I don't want to get the Tiger conversation going because that's a bit too much. Um, he may, he may have ten majors before his career is over. With. Oh, Roy. Roy. He's. I, I, I say easily just looking at him, but I know how hard it is to win on uh, weekends or just a uh, golf period. Yeah. But ten majors well within his grasp, but he's he's so he's so still like super young, yeah. and you know his age. He's around that age where he's picking up um, early in his prime. Like he's he's really been dominating the golf game lately, right. and you know he's only going to get better and learn even more from each tournament. And yeah, I could I could believe to see about ten uh, ten majors or ten championships come he, his way. And last week when he won at the uh, what was it the Bridgestone Invitation mm-hmm. when he won. He shot a 66 to even come back because Sergio Garcia was winning that tournament by three. Right. So he kind of walked him down, shot a 66. And I was, you know, I was looking for Sergio to win. But this guy, Roy McIlroy, he's he's on fire, shoots a 66 last week in the final day to win the uh, Bridgestone. Now he's uh, one under on the day. Now, Tiger Woods, maybe, he might even make the cut. I talked to, uh, you know, one of, some of the guys I talk to a lot about golf is uh, – Amp Lee, Amp, <laughs> he had just texted me out of the blue when Tiger was playing and said, man, what is this dude doing? Why is he even still out there? Because right. I, I said Tiger looks like an average golfer now. And it's, it's sad to see that his uh, he looked like an average golfer. Right. Tiger Woods, ex-coach, has uh, harsh words for Tiger Woods, his attitude and swing. That's uh, Everybody want to say something to somebody when they're down. Yeah. I don't hear the good things come out when, when he's swinging. And I, li- I listen to a lot of these uh, these golf announcers who know their job, that they talk well of, of the sport. <clears throat> but I don't hear a lot of good stuff about Tiger anymore. They're forgetting that it. Tiger should be saying, I did this to the game of golf and this is the thanks you're giving me. He should, he should do that, the Dr. Dre uh, version of it. Yeah, he should. But, I mean, he's putting himself out there 
with the risk he's been taking upon his body and his play, I mean, he's been putting himself in the category of forget what I've done, um, look at what I've done lately, and I'm this is what y'all going to judge me off of. Especially with other guys picking up their golf game, like the Roy McElroys and uh, Steve Strickler. Like, those guys are playing great golf right now. Mm-hmm. And with Tiger, he's he's starting to fade fade to black. He's starting to fade in the back now. I think somebody making him, what's black, good or bad? That's bad. Why? Why didn't he fade to white? Because <laughs> everybody's scared of the black hole. The big black <laughs> hole in space. So whenever you say black. <clears throat> That's a different place. When, I know when you ever say it, but when you say that. Anyway, let me go into what this is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tiger Woods, um, I, I think he's been pressured. I wanted to make this more roar. I think he's being pressured to play because he's he's playing like an old, an older football player who's retired and came back, or an older basketball player who's retired and came back. And in your head, the game is still there, but your body's not allowing you to do it. He's he's looking like that, and he's only thirty eight, probably thirty nine next month, and I think it's next month. But what he when he said the way he played at the Quicken Loans, and then he said he wasn't going to play to the British Open. You know, I think he was pressured or somebody was rushing him to get back because he didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. He took so much time off on other, you know, getting his life back straight in order and getting his body healed. After Y.E. Yang beat him, I think it was, well, I don't think I didn't think it would be downhill then, but I thought, this guy's losing tournament. He losing majors that he have the leads to. Right. Oh, he's not the same guy, but it is a lot of good competition out there. Tiger Woods just... I mean, he does look rusty, and to me, now I'm seeing him more and more in how he's playing. He's he's looking average, um, but I, you know, if I go out there and play against him, I bet he shoot lights out. I don't know what the pressure is. It shouldn't be pressure on a guy who, who performed at a high level under pressure. But I think he's being pressured to play now. I, I don't know where that pressure will come from. I don't know why he has to be out there if he's not 100. Uh, percent Nobody's going to be 100, percent but if he's not close to 100 percent healthy. Why he has to be out there, and then you you got guys like Roy McIlroy who who are playing well, who's taking that not taking the light but deserve that light. But we still talking about Tiger Woods. Yeah, well, I mean, he putting this pressure upon himself. Um, you know, a few years back when he f- first um, took some time off off the game at the game of golf, you know, he he got himself together. He went through surgeries and. He actually like relaxed his knees. At that time, he had surgical on his knees and a little bit on his back. He let that time pass, and he came back and won what five tournaments? Five last year. Yeah. I don't understand why not do that again. Like you, you went through even more tournaments. You went through five. You won five tournaments, plus additional tournaments that you played in, plus more surgical work and more damages done to your to your body. So why not take more more time off? I mean, do what Jay Z says. You know, take time off, come back to the game like four five. You know, yeah, nah. like Jordan. And I mean, it ain't it ain't to it ain't to play games with these guys that he's doing right now. He's playing games with them, but it's to aim at his ultimate goals, and that's to catch Jack Nicholas. Yeah, see. that'll get his focus back. You know, I don't understand why he doesn't take that concept again. Well, I think again when you um when you th- when I think about it, I think. Why is he being pressured to play? He's already raised because the sponsors put a lot of money into these events. Just it, I do golf events and I put on golf events mm-hmm. on a small scale. This is professionally. They put this. It is like I'm doing the same thing these guys are doing, but they're doing it with millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars. They putting on golf events and it, it costs a lot of money. 
these guys actually have to pay to get into these golf tournaments, albeit that their sponsors pay for, for them to get in these golf tournaments. So, so now that advertisement of whatever they're sponsoring shows up, if you win, then I can market that uh, again at a high level and make my money right back. But this, these sponsors, they have a lot of say-so of what's going on with these golf tournaments and who should show up or who should play. At least show up. Sometimes I think when these guys show up, they fulfill their obligation by showing up for, showing up for two, you know, two days. If they missed the cut, they missed the cut. Mm-hmm. At least they was there for two days and they fulfilled their obligation. But it just seemed like Tiger was being pressured to play. We'll, we'll see what he do. He might not make the cut. He starts about two thirty-five, uh, East Coast time. He might not make the cut. He's he's plus three. You been watching um. You know what I saw the other night? Hard Knocks football. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched that in the, since the first year of it. Last time I watched it was when they did it on the Bengals. And Chad Ochocinco, well, he was Chad Johnson at the time. Yeah. What, was the Bengals was, or was he in them? Because he was on it twice with Miami also. No, nah, I watched the one with the Bengals. Oh, okay. That's the last one I watched. What was the first one? Was the first one? I think uh, it was Baltimore, Baltimore, maybe. I think it was Baltimore, the first. I don't know, but the, um, I haven't watched it since that first one. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, I was I was up late. I've been up late for some crazy reason. Um, but the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons, was, they talk good, they look good. It's just how these coaches think, and I and I almost forgot that it was a bunch of BS when the coaches get together saying how this team should look, what this what this team attitude, the mentality, and then find out where it all comes from. Arthur Blank saw a play last year where one of his guys got got hit and nobody came to his defense, he said, this is a soft team. He said, so So the word came down, we need to have a tougher team. And now when you get the coaches meeting, they want these guys to be tough, but they don't want to fight. It's, it's so contradictory. They want them to be tough, but they don't want to fight at practice. Who doesn't, who do not fight at mini camp or training, not mini camp, right. but at camp? I'm actually going to fight every day at camp. It was just what it was. But I was, I came under Different coach. I came under Buddy Ryan. Then when Vince Tobin got there, it became, uh, oh, we can't fight at camp. You can't. Mm-hmm. You get tired of hitting each other. And then some, you get tired of being in camp. And then somebody hits you when you're tired. All and right. that turns into a fight. The coaches are like, they don't understand that. All you do is break it up and run some more plays. That fighting is going to happen in camp. But that's, that's one of the things I saw. Yeah. Rookie linebacker, 44. I need to find out who he was. But he looks good. He didn't back down. But he let a guy hit him in the face four or five times and say, that's all you got? You're not gonna do that without the helmet on, cause he can knock you out on that first one. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. He's definitely not gonna do that. That's why he did it because his helmet was on. He was. I mean, he's a rookie. I mean, he's he, he's making his statement though. He's making you know I'm tough. Like you can bang me around, you can hit me all you want. I'm not going nowhere. Let's take these helmets off. It could be a whole other story. Maybe he might jump on the other guy first. He's younger and. <laughs> the young guy was uh I mean <laughs> you know they mic'd up. They're not mic'd up, but the mics are the mics and the camera are on them thoroughly. Right. Are real close. So I, I just couldn't believe he let him do that. Because he didn't back down on one guy. He didn't back down on the guy who was hitting him. He was just letting the guy hit him. And then he was telling the guy, You don't want any of this, really? He got all of it. <laughs> he got yeah, he won he, that battle. He, he won got that. all of it. But uh I, I like to see it. I'm I may watch it again and see what that how that transpired, what happened between those two. But it was Atlanta this year's hard knock life. Did you see the fight between uh, Marcellus Bennett and uh, Corey Fuller? I believe that's his name, the rookie out of Virginia Tech at the Bears practice. Oh yeah, yeah. Then they find. Now I don't understand about (laughs) finding him. They suspended him. Yeah, they suspended him. I I thought they. Well, yeah, yeah. They indefinitely suspended him. Yeah, that's stupid. That was yeah. 
First of all, <coughs> that's that, probably your best. Well, he's not your best receiver, but he's he's going to play huge in what uh, they try to do receiving-wise on passing game. Your tight end, uh, the cornerback, kind of made me mad when I found out he's from Virginia. <laughs> that he uh, he just got slung around. Well, you, you, was you surprised? I was surprised. He's from Virginia. I was surprised. Okay, I was surprised. Well, <laughs> he let, he let, but you know what? Any rookie from anywhere sometimes just say, "What? I just made a play," and it looked like, well, Bennett caught the ball and the rookie just had his shoulder pad and just sprung around. He didn't even try to do it. He just the momentum did it, and he right. hit the ground. And again, it goes back to how you feel in camp, first day of practice, first day—I mean, first day of pads. Guys are tired; they don't want to be hit, and the NFL's gotten so soft as far as you can't practice with, to practice with pads on. So when these guys do get passed on, they want to make some contact. He got up, hit the guy in the face, slung him around, threw him, almost hip-turned him around, mm-hmm. and then started punching him. I was surprised about that. And then the defense, they just came to break it up. The defense that I played on would have been on Bennett so quick. Yeah, we, it we, wouldn't have stopped. We wouldn't have been on, it wouldn't have stopped. Coaches couldn't <laughs> stop that. That's just something what the Bears organization is under right now. <clears throat> I guess there's no fighting policy, but... I understand though, yeah. because you gotta if you if you lose your head at practice, you're gonna easily lose your head in the game because it's right, not a mind right. game. You gotta treat it like a game. Yeah, well, I don't just, know. I know, <laughs> I know not to fight in the game unless it's a cheap shot or something like that. And I'm pretty sure Marcellus Bennett, who's been in the NFL for mm-hmm. what six plus years now, he knows that as well. Right. He's never been suspended in games of fighting and getting kicked out. I mean, he knows it. I mean. He could have got the rookie back on the next play, just came up there and got him, and like everybody else do, say, okay, 24, I got you. Yeah. I'll be back next play for you. My thing is, if you're a rookie, you got to make your tough statement, though, as well, especially on the defensive end, being a defensive back. The defense guys want to fight, so I'm going to fight. Exactly. <laughs> That's fight the reason him. why they play defense, because yeah. they like to hit. Yeah, so, they, I mean, but I understand, it's true. They, they really need Corey Fuller more than they need Marcellus Bennett, though, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they got a nice receiving core over there. Yeah, so it was, I mean, it was I guess it was a good decision for him not to fight because he know the circumstances. He understands the team rules. Uh, I guess he's trying being a leader over there for the organization. But well, they made a great at the same time. Yeah, well, you can't get like Suflex in front of the whole team like That's that and not respond. <laughs> like they made a great example <laughs> out of uh, Bennett because he I think he got suspended for two to three practices or four practices something like that. But. It, I mean, who cares? He got suspended for four practice. It ain't. You don't really get paid, and it's the camp checks are like a thousand dollars. I don't know if they went up since I played, but they're like a thousand dollars. You're not getting, you're not missing anything. They took your camp check. Yeah. The um, but as a rookie, you got to set the tone somewhere at some point because now those guys, you play defense. Now those guys wonder, uh, you go, this gonna happen again, or could this happen in the game time? So this guy's gonna he's he's gonna have to find a way. To start a fight If I'm that guy I'm starting a fight With Bennett As soon as he come back And see where his head is But they just made an example Maybe that's Chicago Bulls I mean Chicago Bears Maybe that's That was one of their ways To say we're not going to Tolerate any fighting All Right So I don't know I'll tell you what We're going to do though We'll take a quick break 888-346-9144 That's the number Demi Lachey is in the studio With me Well we'll be right back
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Lyrically, I'm supposed to represent unstoppable. End of president. Crease to the max. John Jeans, Converse Chucks, Bell Buckle Shane. Welcome back. Kwame Lazar, Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. Say it really fast. You know the number. Show goes fast. Denver Shea is in the studio. What are you, um, have you been hearing a lot of talk about this, um, this power conference? Um, yeah. The, um, yeah, but the power conference, I think it's, going, it's about to be a big mistake. I think why, it's about to be. What make you think it's a mistake? Because of the power conference, because they they govern themselves, they're not have to. But I mean, uh, everyone knows, like it, it's been the, known for. Yeah, but they, oh, we know quite we, some time. It was so. coming. Yeah, it was coming, and this is just off the cuff. Yeah, we knew the power conference was coming. Uh, but who's going? The NCAA doesn't govern this, and they go. They going at some point take over this um this football thing, which they have already. Plus, we got the playoffs this year, which is four, and I think it's going to go to eight. Within a year or two afterwards, mm-hmm. we got that playoff system. Right, but the who's the? I'm trying to figure out who's the. I need to read more up on it, but who's the power conference? Is it the top three? Would it be the SEC or would it be the top three? And they create their own conference and then they play each other. Because they they could get about twelve schools in that power conference, and taking the top two or three, like in the like in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. You take. Uh, you take SC, USC. You take USC and Oregon, Oregon and Stanford, U- UCLA, oh. and Stanford. You take or okay, UCLA. yeah. You take four. Let's say you take those four. You take those four schools because they got a lot of money, right? And the conference is only coming down to who has more money. You got, right. They have a lot of money in these top conferences. All right. So now, okay. So you put them with um, who's uh, SEC. So you take and put them in. Okay, you got those four schools from the Pac-12. I don't know if this is how it works because I need to read more on it. Mm-hmm. So now you got Alabama, Auburn, maybe Auburn because Auburn had that nice year last year. Maybe mm-hmm. Auburn, um, f- not Florida because Florida was four and eight last year. LSU, LSU, and 
Georgia. Yeah. Now you got 18. So now you find two more conferences like that, take four guys away from them. Now you got a 12 conference team, and that's the power conference. But but that's all that is is a school who has the most money in that conference who can play in it. Right. And then so the NCAA doesn't govern it, can't govern it, and they can change rules, change laws about it. I need to, I need to read more because this is interesting how they're going to do this because it'll make it harder for recruiting if you know there's a conference out there with those teams in there, the four, the eight I mentioned, and then the other eight that will come in and they join together. If it comes down to recruiting, then I can pay more to get a guy's family. And this is one of the things I did here. Most family members can't go on these trips because they have to pay. Right. I can pay now. Now they can pay for the family to come on these recruiting trips. I don't even know if they want them. They want to get the kid along anyway. But to show that I pay for your family to come here, and maybe the kid would want to come to this school. Um, but they they can also also hear there might be a lifetime scholarship. By lifetime, you have it until whenever you graduate. If you came back 10 years and you had another year left, semester or so, mm-hmm. it's yours because of the money that's they have in it. That's the way it should be anyway. But now that you got this power conference with all this money in it, well, they get to make up their own rules now, right? Yeah, they that's get to make what up. that's what was passed through, and you know, within within football, but they get to make up their own financial rules. Yeah. So, I mean, what risk do you think they'll take for that power conference? That um, commissioner over that conference would. What, what what would you think he would start like paying the pay uh, paying the college athletes or you, would he you 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 can pay for the parents to come to the recruiting trips mm-hmm. okay that would definitely but you can't put hand to hand you know university organization into you can't put money directly into the students uh, potential students hand student athletes hand right uh, I don't know it's a power conference so but there is talk about start paying these guys. How are you going to make? How are you going to have a power conference and it's all about money, and you got the five? I don't know. You got the five. What is it? The top twelve schools in one conference. You paying coaches? All those coaches are getting six to fifteen million on mm-hmm. a contract. How you not? And you generate more money by having these conferences. How do you not pay these players? It's going to change the whole Division One structure. Because after the power conference, who do you got? Steve Sparrow made a great he, – he made a great assessment about SC, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. They have tougher games playing against schools in their conference, in their state, like East Carolina. And you do because East Carolina get up for those guys every year. And it yeah. becomes a good game until South Carolina wears them down because they're able to recruit a lot better. If you want to – you go to East Carolina because you didn't go to – or South Carolina didn't have enough scholarships for you to go there. Right. Or they didn't recruit you, one or the other. But that's how you go to East Carolina. And that's why East Carolina is good because those guys who could be playing for South Carolina could be playing for um, Clemson. Right. So the the whole structure of the Division One will change. It's going to change right in your face, and you're going to see this change. It's not going to be like a graduate thing. You're going to see the change. You're going to see how kids – it's going to become even more prevalent that some, these kids should get paid playing football because you're not going to be able to generate billions of dollars and not pay anybody. You pay these coaches, these coaches and their mind, they got most of these coaches got a great mindset mm-hmm. on schemes, on running the offense and running defense, special teams. 
But that stuff works when you can go out there and recruit. You got to have a good recruiting coordinator because he can go out there and get certain players that other coaches can't do. He just know how to talk to parents, know how to talk to kids, and the school's image has a lot to do with that. But now you, you, you're generating billions of dollars. How are you not going to be able to pay these kids? Yeah, you, you, they're just going to have to. They're just going to have to start paying their kids, uh, paying these recruits with along with, you know, uh, changing up the insurance and poli- policies as well because that's what the parents is going to look at. Playing in a bigger conference, you know, is more maybe, you know, the significant more injuries uh, occurring or when they go out of conference or they play smaller schools. Uh, they're not going. They. I they, mean, they're gonna. They're gonna go out of conference. You know, they, they got, play they about non conference games. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be even more tougher conference when you playing some of the best already. And even in yeah. that conference, there's gonna be, there's gonna be schools that has more money than the schools that's in that power conference. So who's gonna govern that? Who's gonna run that that power conference? Even though everyone I just mentioned has a lot. Every school I just mentioned has the most money in their conference right now. But there, when you put them all together, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a Florida State, who has more money than, let's say you put Clemson. Clemson is a SEC, I mean Clemson's ACC. Uh huh. Let's say you put Florida State, in the Power Conference with Alabama. Alabama might have more money than Florida State, even though Florida State was the top in their ACC, top in their conference. Right. So who's going? Everywhere and always, the one with the most money makes the rules. Everywhere and always. Yeah, they're gonna so have a lead. Gonna say go- so. Yeah, who's gonna govern them? Who's gonna govern this program? And who's gonna say this school gets in, this school doesn't? It again, it changed the, it changed the structure of Division One. But the 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 insurance that you mentioned, the lifetime scholarship that you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, that's all good. And I think that's another way you pay. I thought that should always been you can go to school, you, but people don't know a scholarship is one year every year, It's right. not a four it's year scholarship every year. Yeah, you have to get that scholarship every year. But then it's a um, once your clock start and your first day of campus, you have five years to play for. Mm-hmm. So people don't understand that. Um, I don't know. Oklahoma may be one of those schools in the Power Conference, but how they – I'm about to read a whole lot more on this. Yeah, I got yeah, to tune more into it. Uh, I know it, it just came out, you know. It was a 16-2 to two vote. It was a yeah, vote. Yeah, it was – Sixteen and two on voting Unanimous. for the conference. Yeah. So we, we uh, we'll see what that's about. Um, but it's pretty interesting to see who these guys play. Um, who would it be? the power conference would be? ACC. ACC, no way. Yeah. Who's who's going to be? I'm. I'm. If if it's not the way I said it, it's going to be like you taking all the top teams from a conference and making that a power conference. Then it's going to be SEC as one of the power conference. Right. SEC, ACC, Big Big Ten, Big Twelve, Big 12. Pac Twelve. Yeah, how, Pac-12. how does uh, the Pac Twelve can't like who who's in the Pac? Washington can't compete with the uh, Washington can barely compete with ASU. ASU definitely can't p- compete with UCLA. Mm-hmm. They can't if financially. Yeah. ACC, and that's only because of Florida State. Uh, so it'd be ACC, Big Twelve, Big Ten. Pac-12, SEC. They will have the flexibility to make the decision within a Division One. Right. Hmm. Because you don't we already have. We I'm have, thinking about teams like Miami, like those like, like you said, South Carolina, yeah. Miami, 
uh, Florida, even the uh, University of Florida, the Gators. No, they got to fire Mushberg first. They got to fire <laughs> their coach first. Yeah. Because what was they, 4 and 8 four last and eight, year? Lost to it. They even lost to an FC, FCS team. Georgia, Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On their home field. I trained a guy from uh, Georgia Southern. Uh, What's his name? Um, it's in my phone, but deep as a bag. He actually got drafted. Oh, really? Because he right. can tackle. He was a great tackler. He great tackling. Yeah, I don't know what this uh, this uh, council of 32 is about and how you get this Division One D1 power conference. So I probably would need to read more over there. I'm certain I need to read more on that. The uh, anatomy gives the big five the opportunity to preserve the collegiate model, so they dearly want to protect that. You want to protect making all that money, and that's why we had to come to the playoffs. So much talk about it, so this is why we got a playoff this year. Right. You have a playoff of four games, uh, four teams. How you know that 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 fifth and sixth team doesn't doesn't belong in there? It goes by the ranking, the power ranking, and then they letting computers do it. Well, that's because you rank teams a certain way anyway. So with the the ranking you have, and you put that into the computer, of course it's going to spit out that this team should be there, Alabama should be there because they play this schedule, they play because it's Alabama and where they started the season. All right. I watched Alabama lose. It came down to the last three games. I watched them lose the, the second to the last game. Somebody else lost, put Alabama right back into the picture <laughs> to win a national championship. Now, the national championship host was gone. This was four years ago uh-huh. was, or three. They were done, and somehow they got right back into it and won a national championship, which I thought was crazy. But if you're going to go by the live and die by the ranking or the computer system, then that's what it's going to be. So... I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. You watched football last night, NFL football. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Um, I checked out uh, Colts and the Jets. I wanted to see how Geno was going to come out, you know, Gino with didn't, Michael Vick on his back. I mean, he performed. Michael Vick was, he yeah, is Michael on Vick his back. Yeah, Michael Vick put on the show. But, but Geno <laughs> didn't look bad. No, he, he didn't, didn't disappoint. Uh, he didn't throw no interceptions. He controlled uh, the ball game when he was in. I think he, yeah, he took him on a scoring drive. Um, in the first quarter, Gino, it led to a field goal. He Gino not throwing interception. Don't you think that was by design? Because the plays wouldn't. They wouldn't that. They wouldn't game season plays. Yet. No, it's still week one. Yeah. What week two plays yeah. that you throw in there? So and I and I know uh, Rex Ryan. He's not going. He's not going vanilla the offense because he want this team to run the offense. Come be ready to run that offense. Come come regular season. But I think Geno uh, had some safe plays. Michael Vick too, but mm-hmm. Michael Vick was it just Michael Vick just looks better. But at what point you don't want to destroy the confidence of a young Geno Smith? So no. I, so you start him and and his job to lose. Yeah, his job to lose. Uh, don't go into a slump, especially at the wrong time of the year, because then Michael Vick's gonna come in and it's yeah. Ultimately, it's gonna be Michael Vick's job. Yeah, but Geno, once he learned the business, know the business. He understand that. Well, I'm not playing well right now. I got I got a lot more football to play, and it's going to be tough because he's a competitor. He's an athlete. He got drafted in the first, first round, round. Yeah. so he gonna he's going to want to play. He's going to want to be out there. And as a coach, you do let them fight through that adversity. Okay, I've had two bad games. I'm not playing so well in my third game. If you can have the luxury, if you have the luxury to allow him to go through these growing pains, but a lot of the things is at stake, like coaches' jobs, like. Playoffs, mm-hmm. like getting to the playoffs consistently, like beating the Patriots, beating Buffalo, 
like playing those teams that uh, that the Jets have to play. And if Geno, but you can't do it with safe plays. And if Geno Smith, if he's able to grasp the offense, which I'm th- I'm pretty sure he will be, then he's going to have to perform. He's going to have to take some chances. He's going to throw some interceptions. He's got to see how he bounced back from those. All but right. with Michael Smith, I mean uh, Michael Vick, you get the. Uh, you get a lot more dynamics. You get a veteran. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. You get a veteran. Um, you know what you're going to get from Michael Vick. I mean, he's been dominating the game for quite some time um, to his days in Atlanta and played what a great year in Philadelphia. And then last year he was he had playing off the injuries. But you know what you're going to get out of him. And for Gino to grow, you know, I like I seen the way he grew when he was at West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the way he was passing the ball. He did have some great oh, receivers though. Austin. With Austin and uh, what's the kid name? Staley. Uh, I mean, he's the, the guy for uh, he, he playing for the Rams. No, he don't play for the Rams now. Austin plays yeah. for the Rams. Um, uh, Bailey. Yes, yeah, I forget his name. Bailey. He played for the Rams as well. No, not the Rams. Uh, well, he, he, he was throwing. He was throwing. Oh, he plays for New Orleans. The kid plays for New Orleans. Yeah, Bailey plays for New Orleans. And yeah, and you know, you had Tavon Austin in the slot, so he had the pieces around him. And they're starting to gain them pieces in uh, New York. So it gives him time to grow with the uh, pieces he have around him in New York. And uh, Rex Ryan, he's going to keep him safe. You know, like, he's going to play off that defense. That's what that's the way Rex Ryan coaches. He's a defensive-minded coach. So he's going to let the defense establish uh, the game, the tempo, uh, firsthand. He's not going to rely on the offense. Yeah. Um, it's okay to punt the ball in this defense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, definitely. It's okay to put the defense – in a great position where or put the offense, the opponent's offense, back against the wall. So it's okay to punt the ball right. uh, for the first four or so five So Geno just need to learn how to manage games better. Yeah. And, and I think that comes with a great quarterback. If you turn into a manager and then when you got pieces around you, now you can win football games. Yeah. But you manage the game and let your defense take over, you become that more polished. You become that more um, – you, you get more information as a quarterback of what you can and cannot do. Plus, you got that defense to play it behind. Right. So when you, so in the New York Jets frame and sense of mind, it's okay to punt the ball. It's okay. We want to beat New England this year. We want to beat Miami. We want to beat the Buffalo Bills. We want to beat those teams. And right. then we're gonna have that game with the New York Giants. We want to be the New York team. And that's and that's where Geno Smith has to come. He got he has to get the whole feeling of we played we the New York Giants. And this is where, this is what I have behind me. I have a Michael Vick behind me. I can learn from this guy, pick yeah. his brain. Um, I also did watch. I saw a little bit of the. Um, it was a Baltimore game. Uh, Ray Rice looks small, man. He looks, but he's still powerful. He looks small. He's still powerful, and I think they letting Ray Rice play. Well, not, not for what I was about to say, but he's he has to play because of the suspension of two games. He won't be to play in the regular season. Right. So Ray Rice is getting out there and and, and getting it done. Yeah, even though he only played a series. Yeah. Uh, I I figure more with the more preseason games ahead, you know, he's going to play even more. He's he's going to have to before he uh shuts it down for the he two games. He might be suspension. one of those guys that play on a uh, final day. <laughs> yeah. <Maybe. laughs> the whole final, final preseason, but maybe another series and, uh, and that'll be it. He might be yeah, that guy. You, you don't see starters, you know, really play throughout a whole game, maybe three even three quarters. It's hard nowadays to find that three quarter Starter yeah. in the preseason, so you might get that out of uh, Ray Rice. Oh, cool. I think, I think the test is, uh, um, you know, test 
His coaches used to see, used to come out of halftime, see if teams could come out of halftime and, and move the ball down the field. And then it's not three quarters; it's two quarters and a series in the third coming out of halftime. Yeah, and sometimes depending on who got the ball, they want to let their starters go back. But in. to test his conditioning, I think he he just needs to play flat out yeah. whole three quarters, maybe even a fourth. Yeah, I think he'd be okay. Though. He's a veteran guy. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll finish up the show. Come last of sports talk. We'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at Voice America TRN or twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN. Yo, Jay, hit it. Let's go. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top of it. Welcome back to the Quantum Life Sports Talk. Last segment, it is Friday. Happy hour does sound good, but I think I had... I think I had a happy hour last night. Yeah, you had a great happy hour of Kool-Aid. Yeah, my... <laughs> purple Kool-Aid, might I add. Um, no, my voice... That's, I jumped up. I was so tired. I, don't, I didn't know if I was going to make it. Then I got into the traffic situation. I don't even, even want to relive that again, but... Oh, man. This might be a go-to-sleep... Friday, yeah, this might be one of those. I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going go to just chill, chill on this Friday, <laughs> on this one, this Friday. Yes, I wish they had the uh, a Taco Friday. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place. Somebody told me it's a place up in um, mm, I think it was Nisha. Told me it was a Taco. You know, like on Taco Tuesday, like yeah. the same way we have two dollar tacos. Mm-hmm. But this place, Taco Tuesday, the tacos are dollar. One dollar. Yeah. It's a place uh, on Mill, uh, local Patron on yeah, it's local Tuesdays. Patron. They it's got a dollar. Patron. That's what it was. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Taco Tuesday. That might be worth the uh, drive. It's just a dollar. Yeah, I don't even know what it's on Mills. Yeah, it's on Mill. Uh, 
Yeah, right across from the uh, from the hill, right by the oh down the A mount. Yeah, down right, right, yeah, yeah, right by okay. the A mount. All right, um, you know I was going with well, the Cardinals. Um, let me throw this out. Cardinals have a scrimmage tomorrow against the Houston. Yeah. Houston. It's um, a big weekend here in is. Phoenix. Yeah, especially tomorrow with uh, with the scrimmage, uh, the first preseason game, and uh, the Mercury are hosting uh, Minnesota Mystics with Maya Moore coming to town. I'm gonna see if I can get to that. I would game. love to go to that game. That game, I gotta. Call <laughs> I would somebody. love to watch that game. The uh, I, and I was thinking, I was on my way in. I saw a um, Dan and Tarasi, uh uh billboard, uh-huh. and I'm like, because I went to the game when they played. Um, I think it was who was Bill Lambert's team? New York? No, it was is Detroit. It Detroit. Detroit. Uh huh. I'm like, how does how could anybody beat these girls? If you've seen their roster, they got one girls like. Your arm is her legs. She's <laughs> when you you laughing, but when you see her, you'll know exactly what I'm saying. That's how skinny yeah. she is, but she's six nine. Six nine. Uh then you got Brittany Griner. All right. Tarasi. You got uh it's another they have a bench. The coach is on fire. The coach is passionate. She's walking down the um up and down the uh, floor. Mm-hmm. Just you know, coach just keeping her girls into the game. Not that they're out of the game, but keeping those girls. Look, let's let's finish them off. Let's get it done. Yeah. T- my teams are making. I watched that game. They were able to make a comeback on them, and then they just took it to another gear. And I'm wondering how did they ever? Lo- I mean, you got to get the chemistry and all that. Yeah. But I'm like, how did they ever lose a game? And I think they're in the first because this is this is one of the reasons why. Because uh, um, I reached out to them for a sponsorship and said, hopefully we can't do it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he said, "Well, we've been in the playoffs." I said, "Okay, well, hopefully you can't can't do it for that reason alone." Right. But it is it is a big weekend. You got the Cardinals, um, who practiced yesterday, and that's the last time it was Thursday. Yeah, they practiced yesterday to get ready for the game against the Houston Texans. Oh, pre yeah. first preseason. I gotta go to that one too. Yeah, Houston Clowney, Texans. Clowney coming to town. He's yeah. he's Clowney, supposed to play. Even a, he had the surgery. What in June? Yeah, he the he, hernia surgery. He'd be a fool to play. I mean, they say he's. They he, said no, they're gonna play him. He said he's gonna start it. The coach said, "Oh, really?" And it's the coach. <laughs> it's, it's the coach from uh, yeah. Penn State, right? It was yeah, Penn yeah, State. Yeah. Went from yeah. the Patriots to Penn State. Yeah. Um, I tell you, these good old boy system <laughs> jobs. But um, he said, "Oh, Clowney said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna start." And I'm hope he may not do in a regular season because I don't know if this hernia. You need to rush this back if you just had surgery in June. But he's uh, he's talking about starting. So that the basketball. Uh, some more football. It was six yeah. games last night, six teams last night. So the Super Bowl rematch was last night, yeah. quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, who won? Denver won that one. Didn't Denver they? won. Yeah, yeah. They, they won the rematch. Well, yeah, game. <laughs> the game start. They won. They can have the rematch. Rematch for TV purposes, right? But it it was a whole. I, sh- I say that, but it was a whole lot of other things going into what Peyton Manning getting the rhythm of his offense back on, on back on track. Absolutely, the offense looked good. Yeah, absolutely, and. Uh, their defense played uh, good as well. I was yeah. glad to see uh, Demarcus Ware get out there. Oh, he played. Uh, well. He made some great plays on defense. Uh, to leave a uh, Khalid, you know, he was out. Akib, he trying was trying to tackle. Yeah, and messed up his arm. <laughs> um, really, you know, you don't need to dive out and make plays. I think it's just more the hype, the excitement behind the game that Denver is trying to come out there and prove their statement. And you know, to leave went. Uh, you know, he he got a little too excited on that tackle and took his through his whole body. It was I was just surprised to see it. Normally, you don't see that in uh, you know coming out of superstar type NFL players during preseason play, especially on the defensive end. But uh, I think 
you know, there's it's a buzz going around in Denver, you know, that they're ready yeah. to make a statement with their defense and they know what they got on offense coming back. Uh I think it was just a statement game. Um, you know, they was really uh treating this the Seattle loss. They've been having the number thirty five up and around their locker room right. around the organization. So I think they it really wanted to show more than uh Usual, especially with this first preseason game, having Seattle scheduled for it. Um, I think there's a, a lot of hype um, behind it, and those guys just playing with a lot of energy out there. They look great offensive, offensively and defensively. They um, Are you playing uh, any fantasy? Because I want to get into fantasy. Yeah, I'm in a fantasy draft. It's one of the free ones. Uh, that's why I'm not even bothering it right now. I don't care what selection they give me. But I'm trying to uh, – Well, what, what's, what site is this? Just ESPN's uh, ESPN.com Yeah and You don't get Oh it's free So you don't win anything No Yeah that's what I meant by free You're free to join And it's free to um, Just bragging rights That might be um, That might be a good practice For guys who want to get into fantasy Yeah definitely It's a great practice uh, ESPN Yahoo They both have free leagues That you can join Start up anytime I, th- I just do it for fun uh, Just to have more leagues going But you know The real serious leagues Is what I'm waiting on I mean it's still time to uh, start and build up um, your so, league, so right now you can do that. Yeah, because I want to yeah. start a league. I don't, I don't know that'd be good. See, if you would have got your cameras ready, we could have got this on TV. We, had, uh, <laughs> we got a league. Well, we can we you, can still do it. You working a lot of other people next week. Nah, man, come on. <laughs> nah, I mean the cameras they they're gonna come in here by next week for sure. I actually wanted. I talked to somebody. And they they, got a, they was taking to get some pieces or something. Uh-huh. For them. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to, I still, I'll be, I'm trying to get down to, um, out to Glendale this weekend, Saturday, to uh, get some more stuff. I want to see what There's these. There's nothing wrong with the iPad, but the cameras look good. Yeah. When you, when you uh, because some movies were made from, made from iPads mm-hmm. and just edited a different way. Exactly. But uh, yeah, if you had the cameras, then that's even better. Yeah. Even I better. definitely want to go. But yeah, I mean, back to the, you know, the Cardinals in Houston. I want to. I've been hearing this buzz around this kid, John Brown. He's a Division Two Blazer, uh, standout Division Two. Was he All American? Blazer. He's he's a uh, yeah. I mean, he got drafted in the third round. Yeah, so it was All American. Enough said uh, right there. Uh, they're saying this kid can actually start uh, in a slot. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say. In front I of haven't who, seen in front of who. He's I'm, not gonna start in front of uh, uh, the two guys they have. No, no, no. Definitely just in the slot position. Let me rephrase that. He's not. No, Michael Floyd and uh, Mr. Larry Fitz is not having it. The um, yeah, the Cardinals with all that uh, offensive power they have, passing power they have, I think Carson Palmer is going to play better this year. And that's not that's not even a stretch. That's not no some pronosticator or some great. Oh, he's going to play better. Well, he can play better because he has a better team. He had these guys. These guys went ten and six. Didn't make the playoffs. They got a lot to play for. So you can see, okay, we was 10-6, and six, but in those six games, Carolina came up here and beat them up in the first game, mm-hmm. got out of here with a victory. Uh, they lost, I think it was the Baltimore game, that I thought they had. They could have been 12-4. and four. Um, at, at the same time, you can, look, you can look at that on both sides. They could have some of the games they did want when they could have lost. So they was 10-6, and six, rightfully so, but they played in the toughest conference uh, division, NFC West. If they ha- they need to run the football, even though they got a guy like John Brown over there, mm-hmm. um, they drafted in the third round. This guy has he's probably had the best camp or the most exciting camp of uh, person this year, uh, this this offseason for the Cardinals. 
Right. He's getting behind. He's getting behind defenses like it's nothing. Yeah, I got to see it. I mean, I, I just want to see it, you know, come all together in the game. This damn uh, smoothie choke me. I got, I got a, <laughs> yeah. I got a new drink. Uh, <laughs> Look, I'm gonna stay away from that, man. No, no, it's coughing a, it up all day. It's a smoothie and oatmeal mix. So this is my meal now, and come it's on, actually man. pretty good. Smoothie and oatmeal. Smoothie oatmeal. Yeah, it is. Pre- it's pretty good. It's just, cho- <laughs> it's just choking me. I can't. Uh, it's so good. You get choked up. I'm by choked it. up. You crying, bringing out tears. <laughs> this man is so. Nah, He's it, really choked up about it. It's actually pretty good. Smoothie and oatmeal. And you taste both of them. But yeah, jump back <laughs> back to John Brown. Yeah. He will probably be the the second or the first receiver brought in into the game when they go to their Kings package or their uh, eleven personnel. Mm-hmm. He will he will be the first guy brought in, the no. first receiver. He's get, he's been even getting, with the Aggies with the uh, yep. Even when bringing in Ted Ginn Jr., you yep. know he's a he's a great slot receiver. He proved himself last year with uh, Carolina. That's why he I revived was, his career after the San Francisco days. Well, when they go. When they go tens personnel or flush, oh yeah, who's gonna stop these guys? You got Teg in, you got John Brown, you got uh, Fitzgerald. And I'll tell you, stop them. Carson Palmer will stop them. <laughs> and the USC quarterbacks, man. I, I hear that. I, I hear that. Yeah, the USC, USC quarterback. quarterbacks are tough. But, but Carson Palmer, man, I, to his because I like him. Um, he was not the same guy after the incident at that knee injury that Pittsburgh gave him when he was in Cincinnati. Right. But he he did make a lot of money in some transitions transactions. Oh, he was playing great football. Um, he was up he made there a lot MVP of money. candidate. Like he was playing great yeah. football. Him and Ocho Cinco made a great one two duel. Remind yeah. me of Dalton and um, Green. AJ Green where they where they're at now in their careers. Um, but yeah, I just want I like when once he went to uh, once he once I knew he once I found out he came out here to Phoenix. Who? Uh, uh, Carson Palmer. Palmer. You know, I was like, I was well, excited had, for him. They had I wanted to get to rid him. of. Um, <laughs> they had to get rid of uh, the guy they got from. Oh um, man, it was, Cobb, Kevin yeah, Cobb. I don't know. That was that was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> but bringing in Carson Palmer, you know, I would love to see him revive his career. Uh, he struggled out there in Oakland, but he was playing, you know, with a sore knees and sore back, and he had back problems and knee problems. Whose fault is that? That's, that's, that's not, his fault for putting himself in the Oakland Raider black hole at the right. time. That's the real black hole of the NFL. Yeah, that's a good. Black, <laughs> that's a good black hole. That's a, that those guys in the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, those guys at the Raiders. But no, um, John Brown. This weekend, the Cardinals are playing Houston Texans uh, tomorrow. Actually, um, so I don't know. I may try to uh, get you a ticket. Yeah, we should do that. I may try to get you a ticket. I have. Uh, I got to make a call. I gotta make a text because I don't talk on the phone. I make a text. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else is uh, what is going on? What else is going on in um, basketball world? Nothing. LeBron James. Uh, still? Kevin Durant pulled his name out yesterday. I'm not surprised. Out of out of what? Out of the USA basketball this summer. Um, the powers that be got to him. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's tired uh, mentally and physically, really? which he averaged the most. He played the most minutes throughout the NBA season this past season. <laughs> he tired. He, huh? Yeah, he don't want to get hurt. I mean, he's tired. He's mentally drained. I don't think. I don't think injury has anything to do with it. Kevin Durant is a baller. When the, Kevin Durant has never taken time out at no basketball like in the past. Ever since I, ever since his name came upon um, nationwide. He's never taken time off basketball. He's always been he's he's the true definition of a gym rat. You always find Kevin Durant around the gym, inside the gym. Yeah, but the big picture is Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. That's the big picture. So and I, he's I, a, yeah, I need to get and not getting hurt, but I need to get ready for my season. That's coming I, off an of MVP season. Yeah, he needs I was surprised um he even 
attempted to keep playing in the, during the mini camp. I was very surprised by him. Yeah. But, you know, it's still proven, you know, that he still cares about USA basketball at the at the same time No I'm I'm, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I'm on my stars at home Getting ready for the season We gotta get out of here It's Friday Everybody be safe uh, Let me say this Don't drink and drive No Drink Kool-Aid and drive Drink Kool-Aid Purple Kool-Aid and drive uh, we, <laughs> we gotta get out of here Generally Shay Kwame Lassus Kwame Lassus Sports Talk um, Have a good Friday Have a good weekend We'll see you guys Monday Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.